Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. This goes to show the off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. It, it makes it almost impossible for their, uh, for their bats to get going or have any confidence in the locker room when you're getting absolutely hosed on the uh, defensive end. He's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It's their defense, man. Megan Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. You saw Luka. I'm very intrigued to see how Luka bounces back after his first playoff series. For next season, there are massive free agents like Giannis. And if Giannis goes to a team like the Heat, like I said before, um, I expect them to win a championship. Four teams who could win the AFC in my mind, legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. Stay undefeated when they face the Mighty Mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing to have the Astros win a World Series and then you have to hear them. Now LeBron's a four-time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just, it's unacceptable. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Palat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I think you have two established number one wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, and I think you have an emerging star in C.D. Lamb. Hey everyone, I'm Jared Sandler, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NBA Opinions of the Week. Today we're just going to be talking about injuries, as Devin Booker recently went down with a hamstring issue, hamstring. And it's a grade one strain, and the approximation that I saw was two to three weeks. Then Chris Middleton with an MCL sprain, and then um, uh, Clint Capella has been out. And then, oh, there's also Robert Williams for the Celtics with a knee injury that he's been out for a while. Um, What are the other injuries, Austin? Uh, There's also Luka. Luka hasn't played in a while because of an injury. There's also Scotty Barnes, Scotty Barnes for the Raptors. People were talking about, oh, the Raptors are so bad. Well, not having a potential uh, rookie of the year candidate will definitely hurt your chances of winning a series. And there's been injuries all year. We've seen John Morant go out for an extended period of time, even though he's back. We saw Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, a lot of players go out. LeBron was out for a a good portion of the season at times. Same with Anthony Davis. And we just kind of want to talk about on, on this episode, why is this happening? Is it because of the condensed schedule after COVID? Uh, not having a long enough break for these players to get healthy. Is it working too hard in practice? Is it not working hard enough so they're not getting a good enough rep so their bodies are still not adjusted? Or is it another reason that I haven't thought of? What do you think? So I think mostly it could be, mostly in Luca's case, I think maybe it's just like I remember hearing that he had the highest usage rate the whole season. So I think that may have led to his injury. Um, but I also think it could be like the – shortened seasons and just playing so much Luca also just playing during the uh, Olympics but other some other injuries I think could just be it's natural but Booker I know had a hamstring issue and he was kept out of a couple games earlier on the season but with Middleton that was presidency at MCL sprain and then Durant was hurt during the season a little bit with an MCL sprain 
So I think it could be some injuries are because of the shortened season. But I think with Luka, um, it was his high usage rate for the Mavs. And then with Booker, I think it's it's been a nagging injury or could be becoming a nagging injury. Yeah, because he, he injured his it. hamstring last playoffs, correct? Uh, you may be correct. I'm pretty sure that's right. I read an ESPN article saying how Willie Green, who was on the Suns coaching staff last year, said that he could come back because – or com- could come back earlier. He was, like, warning his players because of past injuries that he had, hamstring – hamstring. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. he was hurt last year. So he injured in December 2021, but – That's still this season, though. But yeah. I'm pretty sure he was hurt last year. I, I remember him being hurt because of, he had the face shield on, but I, I can't remember the hamstring injury. Well, and then just other injuries we've had throughout this year. Remember Chris Paul was out. OG Ananobi was out for a long time. Gary Trent was out for a while. Obviously, Paul George and Kawhi. Tim Hardaway Jr. for the Mavs. It just seems like there's more injuries this year, or at least injuries to players that we normally don't consider to be injury prone. So I I don't know if it's a worrying sign or if players are just being much more cautious than they used to be or maybe less cautious in games and practices or not trying to protect themselves as much as they should be. I don't really know. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I think there are always going to be injuries, and there are some players who I think are more predisposed to injuries. But I would probably say if, like you're saying, there's a higher amount of injuries, I think it could be just because of all the scheduling shopping, shuffling that's happened over the year. Like, how many um, seasons have we played in the last two years? Three? Sort of. It's weird to do the math on that because everything got shuffled around. And so it it's just been chaotic ever since COVID occurred. So I think that's probably the main reason um, for a higher amount. And like Middleton, Booker, um, they were – they had a long playoff run, and now they're gearing up for another playoff run. So I could be at same thing with the um, Hawks and Capella. Um, Scotty Barnes is a rookie, so that argument doesn't work there. Um, but maybe with Middleton, Booker, and Capella, we all had – they all had long seasons last year, and it was a short delay. It was a shortened off season, I believe, this year as well. That's true. So maybe that's a reason for it. But I would probably say, like, the condensed schedules the past few years have caught up to players and sometimes just relying on those players a little bit too much with minutes. Yeah, and this is where a deep bench really can save your team from a lot of injuries. We're seeing teams... Uh, with more depth, I think, have less injuries. But then again, like a team like the Warriors, which I would consider to have a lot of depth, Clay was out at the beginning of the season, and then Curry got hurt. James Wiseman was out all year, basically. Draymond was out for a significant amount of time, did not play in the All-Star game. So even deep teams, I think, are struggling with this. So, And those aren't insanely deep teams. So I think, I think we're, we may see a rebound of teams having 10 guys playing during regular season games more than just like seven or eight because those players will now help save minutes for those uh, players who would normally get them, the star players, and they won't be hurt as often. But I think it's a big thing 
Like, they want to talk about an in-season tournament now. And, like, with all these injuries, I'm like, there's no way I want Bradley Beal or KP, now Wizards stars, to play in those games. Because if they play and get hurt, we just wasted an entire season to win a million dollars for for either the players or charity. I don't know what it is. But it, it's just not worth it for a team that's trying to win a ring to play in those in-season tournaments. Yeah, I agree. And I think maybe we see... If I'm the NBA, I consider shortening the NBA season because we may see more players go the Kawhi route, but not to the extent of a Kawhi route of just not doing games. Of like, eh, I'm going to rest and game management. I, I don't think less games would matter. I think spreading out the schedule, making it a longer season day-wise, I would get rid of the plan. I would move the the season to a longer schedule. And I think that would help more rest in between games, less double headers where you play back to back nights, which is basically a double header in basketball. Cause sometimes you play at night and you play at 12 the next day. Like I've seen that happen before. So you can't have that happen to a team and then expect them to always remain healthy. I think extend the schedule a little bit. I think that's the best way to do it. And so they get more rest during the season so that they're not continuously uh, having to get ready for a game. I would probably agree, get rid of playing, um, keep the same amount. So lengthen the season, as you're saying, but go to like 70 or 72 games. Yeah, but the thing is, if you do that, then the owners, there's no way that happens because the owners get money from every game, a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And if you take away 10 games, that is 10 games worth of revenue. And the players would probably get paid less because that, uh, there's not many games for them to get paid from. I think I would, I would consider shortening the season because if you do ten games, right, that's three hundred and twenty games. Because there's thirty-two teams, each team loses ten games. That's three hundred and twenty games worth of revenue that is being lost now. And then if you were also were to get rid of the plan, like you're proposing, that's also another six games that are basically playoff mentality. So I don't think that's possible for that to happen without the owners losing a significant amount of money in, in that case, players as well, because they're not going to want to play, play a pay players as much when they're not playing as many games. That's a good point. Um, I think um, it would be five. You'd lose if the owners, it'd be like five home games. They would lose five home games. Maybe five of those 10 games are away. So then the home teams lose more. It's still 320 like, games more. where a owner loses money. That's true. That's true. But it, I maybe move to 72 games and then keep the plan. But there's only the thing about the plan is only a certain number of play, teams play. The 15 seed in the West or East is losing a significant portion of money when they're not making the playoffs anyway. So not going to get the money the revenue from the playoffs so that is a good point with the money but i just think if we see more players start going down the route of game management and just skipping games then you could see a loss of money anyway because if fans see oh uh, but I, I don't. I think Kawhi Bradley still Beal game manages. Is my point. I don't think anything changes. No, but I'm talking about if more players do it, like Wams if Bradley Beal does it. My oh. my point is my point is, it doesn't matter how many games they have, they're still going to game manage. I think Kawhi and those players have a mentality of I care about myself more than the team, so they're gonna 
not play. And that doesn't change in a 72-game season or a 60-game season or whatever season. I think Kawhi could still do it, but I think even more, if we stay on this route, I think more players would go the Kawhi route. But if you shorten games, they might go. I disagree. I disagree because it's only on certain levels that you can do that. Your team has to be insanely good or you just have to be extremely self-centered, which I, I, I don't think Kawhi really cares about the team all that much, and that's why he never plays. That's, I think he could have came back this season if he really wanted to, but he didn't, which, sure, that's his that's his choice. I don't really care. It's up to him. I'm not a Clippers fan, so I don't care, but I feel like he did that out of his own wants, not his own needs, so I don't believe that that's something that every player will do. LeBron's not going to sit out a game if his team could do better. I, I believe that LeBron, oh, I could get the one seed, not the two seed. I'm going to play. I feel like LeBron only at the end of the season started going out because he realized those games don't matter anymore, so I'm just not going to hurt myself, which is smart. Fine, don't play those last three games. Even if he he was nagging injuries, but I feel like if they were in the playoff spot or had a chance of making the playoffs, like a true chance, he would have played those games. While I yeah, don't well, feel like Kawhi or any player that is self-centered would have. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll have to see how this next season happens. Like, do we see more players go the Kawhi route, or does it just say the same with Kawhi doing game management his way? Because I don't think Kawhi's ever going to change, but I'm wondering if more teams are going to place their players in those situations to where they're like, hey, let's have you rest so you don't get injured. But that's why I say extend the season so there's no doubleheaders or back-to-back nights, because those are normally when you rest your players when they're about to play back-to-back nights. There's no rest. So that's when it makes sense. Hey, I'm going to rest you because you just played 43 minutes last night and dropped a 50 bomb. But if you drop, a, if you play 43 nights again, uh, 43 minutes again, you're, you're probably going to get hurt. So we're just going to sit you. If those back-to-back nights don't happen anymore, I believe that the injuries will go significantly down. And the people skipping I games think, also will. Well, yeah, probably on back-to-backs. But uh, we'll, we'll see. So we'll keep an eye on that. But hopefully – not too many injuries happen anymore, and hopefully these players can make a good recovery. Um, but we'll see, and that's all we got. And thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.